Good evening. This is Mark, and welcome to the Ballpark Hunter Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, but it's going to be a little bit different today. I do not have a guest. We will not be talking to someone from the world of baseball or a fellow uh, podcast or YouTube influencer. You'll just be talking to moi. And the reason why I decided to do this episode is uh, earlier this week, there was some major news out of the Frontier League, and it affects my home state. Whenever there's some news out of New Jersey, I want to talk about it because I am just highly interested in what's happening there in the world of uh, professional baseball. And the news was that the New Jersey Jackals were going to leave the only home they ever known, Yogi Berra Stadium, at the conclusion of the current season. Now, their last home game is going to be this Thursday, August 26th. And after that, they're on the road until the season ends. And then in 2023, I don't know where they're playing. This was a big shock because where the heck are they playing? And why would you leave Yogi Berra Stadium? I mean, what's wrong with it? It's uh, built for baseball. It's been the only home you've known for the last 25 years. What's going on? Actually, I want to make a correction. August 25th is their last game. That's a Thursday. I, I had a feeling I said that wrong. So August 25th. So if you want to check out the Jackals, you got only a few days to do it at Yogi Berra Stadium. I don't know what they're going to do for that last game there, but they're not coming back. And the stadium is on the campus of Montclair State University. They don't have any plans to add another professional baseball team in the immediate future. Now, maybe they'll do something in 24. Maybe they'll they'll do something at the last minute. But the Jackals can't say anything else but the fact that they're leaving Yogi Berra Stadium. So it ain't over till it's over. It looks like it's over for the Jackals. So I want to start talking about Yogi Berra Stadium. I want to talk about where they're going to most likely head to because, you know, once the news got out, Everybody was saying they're going to one place and one place only. But let's first talk about their current stadium. Uh, Yogi Berra Stadium, to me, a suitable ballpark. But it has aged a little bit in terms of being the home of professional baseball. Nothing wrong with the stadium. It just doesn't have all the bells and whistles like maybe Somerset has or even Sussex has, believe it or not. It's just a kind of basic, rudimentary ballpark, perfect for college ball, especially in New Jersey, you know. And when you go to the stadium, I don't think they have the the rampant amount. They don't have the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? They don't have a lot of luxury suits. I think there's just one. And I know it was probably funded. I know in 1998 that probably was a decent stadium. But times have changed in 25 years, and it's a little bit outdated. And that is not a knock on the stadium, that is uh, the, the university or the Jackals. I think there could have been some improvements there. I just don't know if anybody said, hey, do we really make, need to make major improvements? I know they added a video board a few years ago, which was huge. I think they have new turf. But those seats, oh, they are, oh, yeah, those seats used to be bright red, and now they're just sun-faded red. 
that's just not a good look. Uh, and that's something I noticed about seven years ago when I went back to a game. Yeah, it's it's just a little bit of a shame there. You know, when they get a great crowd there and they, they got the concessions going and the fans and the baseball's good and you got those nice little, uh, what do you call those, promotions, it's a fun little ballpark to be. They don't charge to park. It probably has the best name in, in baseball. It's not a corporate name. It's named after a Hall of Fame, famer Yogi Berra. You have the Yogi Berra Museum next door. Uh, to me, it's, you know, it's just a glorified summer, co- uh, it's glorified college ballpark. I think seating capacity is 5,000. I don't hate it. It's just not anything glamorous. You know, you have to drive up a hill, then you walk down. I do like their entrance. It has that great Yogi Berra Stadium logo. I, it, it's, it was never one of the ballparks when I lived in New Jersey that I wanted to go to on a regular basis. And if you live up in Bergen County or you live up in Northern Jersey, that's probably the ballpark you identify with, with minor leagues. Uh, there was Newark at one time, but that, that, that team has been gone. The stadium is gone. So you'd go over to the Jackals. I don't know how attendance has been lately. I, you, you know, you hear all sorts of different things. So I'm going to look up attendance as we speak for 2022. You know, it's teams always say much more than what they have there, but nothing wrong with the ballpark. It was a safe environment, free parking, tickets weren't that bad. You hear pros and cons. If you're listening to this, let me know. I haven't been to a game there in about four or five years, so maybe things have changed. I can tell you what I thought the last time I was there. I thought the attendance could have been a little bit better. But I have been to games where the attendance was nice. So if you're there on a Friday, Saturday, it's, it's going to be a little bit more. It's going to be a little happening compared if you're there on a Monday or Tuesday. And sometimes I get to these ballparks on days that are not extremely busy. So, but still, it's you know, it, it's it's your only home. It's it's a stadium that sort of never had the issues like Newark or Camden or Atlantic City or Sussex. You know, it's not like it was an affiliated team that the Yankees said, hey, we're out of here and we're going to Somerset. There's never seemed to be a problem there. The Jackals have always been there. They have played in numerous leagues. I believe they started in the Northeastern League in 98. Uh, They were in the Can-Am League, Can-Am League merch with the Frontier League. Now they're in the Frontier League. They've always played Quebec. They have a nice rivalry with Sussex County, which they're owned by the same uh, ownership group. I want to I want to say Al Dorso Jr. But I'm looking at attendance this year. They're averaging a little over a thousand fans through 42 dates, which is dead last in this league. Uh, it trails the Windy City Thunderbolts uh, that plays out in Crestwood, Illinois, and they trail the Gateway Grizzlies, which is right out of St. Louis. Actually, this was 21 attendance, not 22. So last year they were they were a thousand. Obviously, we had COVID restrictions. Yeah, as soon as I saw Gateway, I said to myself, "That's uh, yeah." I'm trying to look up 22 attendance. I can't find it as of yet. So yeah, I I, I don't know if the Jackals are just not happy playing there for whatever reason. Okay, so if they go someplace, where are they go? Well, since they own they're owned by Sussex. Are they going to go out to Skyland Stadium? I have no idea. I think that'd be a silly move, but, you know. Then everybody starts saying, well, Hink- 
Pinchcliffe Stadium in Patterson, New Jersey, which is one of only two or three, depending who you talk to, Negro League ballparks still in existence. That's currently going through a $94 million renovation and should be done, completed by the end of the year. It may even be done before that. Everybody is pointing that the team will play there in 23. And it seems like the mayor of Patterson definitely wants the team to be out there during the summertime. For 180 days, it's going to be owned by the Patterson Public School District. And then during the summer, uh, other teams can play there. And I know they want baseball there. And when it was built in 1932, it housed Negro League baseball teams. It was the place to play, and they would pack fans there. It's a 10,000-seat stadium. I don't know if it's still going to seat 10,000. It may be a little bit less than that. But how great would it be to bring baseball back to this historic venue that I never thought would ever see the light of day? I used to sneak in there back in the day uh, and just take videos and pictures of you know, the crack concourses, the graffiti, the weeds and trees growing uh, through the uh, foundation, the ripped AstroTurf on, on the field. It used to be something uh, very interesting to see there, but I'm glad that it's, I'm glad there's been effort and money put into it because, you know, let's be honest, I hate when stadiums are left to rot. And since uh, the public, since the Patterson Public School District stopped using it, I think it was around 1997 was the last year. It was uh, the venue became designated as a natural historic landmark in 2013. And like I said, last two years, renovations have been taking place to really uh, build that up uh, back to something uh, as what it was. Now, a lot of people will tell me this. Okay. Hinchcliffe Stadium. It's built with some configurations that modern ballparks don't have. If you look at the renderings, and you can check out the renderings online, I'll leave a link into the message here. You can you can see that it's a horseshoe-shaped stadium. So if you put a baseball diamond in there, you're going to have short foul poles. You're going to have a track running around the entire grass field. Huge foul lines. I don't even think you're going to have natural dugouts. So how is this going to be as a ballpark? How are the fans going to enjoy the game? Because I also think the the seating configuration, which I think will be bleacher seats, perhaps they'll put some, you know, sit back chair seats there, but, or folding uh, seats, theater style seats. I'm, I'm all over the place today. I'm just wondering, if you're sitting in a certain part of the stadium, are you going to get a great view of the ballpark? Now, those of you who like to go to baseball stadiums, think of uh, Brander Stadium in only New York. To me, that's a football stadium. But I think, I want to say right field, left field is kind of pushed out a little bit more to create you know, to create not such a short porch. Think of what it's like to watch a game there. Like, you're, you're going to, like, 
I'm just I'm thinking at the new I'm thinking at at Hinchcliffe Stadium. You're gonna have some areas where you're like, okay, this is not a bad seat, but then I'm thinking behind home plate. How much foul tor- territory will be between home plate and like the first few rows of seating? Plus, if the team was attracting a thousand folks over in uh, Montclair, are they gonna are they gonna they're gonna at least double or triple that? Like, I think people are gonna come out and watch baseball there the first few games because of the newness factor. But hopefully people will come back there because, A, you know, you have a new baseball team in Patterson, which is, you know, not right next door to Little Falls. It's, I don't even know how many miles it is. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm really questioning this move there. I'd love to see it. I hope it's successful. But I kind of know how independent baseball is in New Jersey. Newark Bears. Gone, and their stadium is gone. Camden River Sharks, gone. Their stadium is gone. Atlantic City, gone. Stadium is still there, but they're gone. New Jersey Cardinals, gone. Sussex Skyhawks, gone. But the Miners have uh, taken them shop there. If you can't get fans to see a baseball game at a ballpark built in like 1998 that was made specifically for baseball with all the bells and whistles, like, how y'all going to get them to see a game at a 1932 ballpark that I I could see, like, I could see if this was a prototypical ballpark of the time. Covered grandstand, you know, you brought the foul lines in. But no, this is going to be a multi-purpose football soccer venue with a track around it. You know, you're going to cover that track up with grass. Or synthetic turf. Well, I think it's going to have synthetic turf. So what are you going to use to cover up that track? And how's that How's that going to look? Like, I am just visioning. I don't know what I'm envisioning here. I, I would love to see it. Believe you me. If they say, hey, the Jackals are playing there, I'm in Patterson next year. I'm in Patterson in 2023 uh, watching a game. Check it out the falls. Check it out the Texas wiener shops, which are Coney's. So we call them in Pat. That's what we call them in New Jersey. They're Texas wieners. I bet you didn't know that. A coney is a Texas wiener. It's the same concept. I'm sure recipes might be a little bit different, but okay. We're talking about food again. <laughs> That's okay. I just don't know about this. I, I would love to see it succeed. I want to see other activities there. I want to see the New York Cosmos play there. Nobody's even talking about that. The New York Cosmos soccer team, they haven't played in two years because nobody knows what the heck's going on with the team. I hope somebody says, hey, listen, we got like a 10,000-seat stadium over there in Patterson. Let's put the team there. And you know what? It's built for soccer. I'm pretty sure it's built for soccer. Looking at the renderings there, it looks like there's enough uh, area for uh, you know association football along with uh, American football. So I don't know, but for baseball, it's going to be a weird little configuration. However, I'm sure they're planning this right now. I'm sure they have an idea of what that's going to look like. And I have been to some weird ballparks this year that have short fields. Well, the last several years, Green Bay's ballpark, where the Rockers play of the Northwoods League, they have a very short right field porch. So... It, it can happen, but still, that's 
much different uh, area. Uh, as as it being a former Negro League ballpark, I think it's fabulous that it's getting new life. I hate to see ballparks get thrown to the dumpster and rot away. And then, you know, look at it. You got to put $94 million into it to renovate it. So I'm glad it's getting some second life. Uh, it's going to be great for the school. I'm sure you can host a lot of different events there. And this is not the only Negro League ballpark to get renovated the last couple of years. Over out, over in Detroit, right outside of Detroit in Hamtramck, uh, Hamtramck Stadium, a former Negro League stadium, was also left in ruins. I have videos from both venues when they were left to rot. And I just went back to a game in Hamtramck, and it's gorgeous. That was a much smaller stadium. I want to say about 5,000 seats in the grandstand. And it's made for baseball. Whereas... Hinchcliffe, I think, is going to be a. You can do baseball there, but I just think it's going to be a spot where you're going to you're going to it's going to be better for football, soccer. Uh, I'm hearing rugby. They want to get a pro rugby team in there. Uh, I also think it's going to be a great place for concerts, uh, commencements, gatherings, maybe even a boxing match if they still do boxing matches <laughs> outdoors like that. So. Yeah, just, just my little thoughts there. And, you know, and the last part is what's going to happen to Yogi Berra Stadium? Now, it's going to continue to be used for Montclair State uh, athletics, but could another team pop up there? Now, there's not really a strong, viable summer collegiate league in that area. You can't say the MLB Draft League. That would be a nice spot for a team. I think summer collegiate baseball would be perfect there just because of the stadium size and amenities you stick a team there you can play trenton you can play williamsport i believe uh you know and and then just expand that team expand that league Uh, the frontier league may want to put another team there i don't know if they could i mean the frontier league could say you know what let's put another team there so we can have three teams in new jersey don't know if the Atlantic League would ever want to put a team in uh, Yogi Berra Stadium. Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe they say, hey, you know, we, we need a team to uh, – because I think Hagerstown isn't coming in until 24 now, so maybe they step in there. I, I, I don't know. You know, the world of baseball is a lot different uh, after the, uh, you know, the big uh, – what do you call that? After the 2020 COVID and, of course, after uh, Major League Baseball said, hey, we're going to revamp the minor league. So – I don't know what's going to happen there. Or, you know, maybe the folks at Montclair State will just say, you know what, we'll hold summer camp. Maybe we'll hold our own kind of summer collegiate league team here. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. So, yeah, it's sad to see the Jackals leave. However, are they really leaving? They're not folding. They're not moving to another city. You know, they're not like the Newark Bears or Camden River Sharks, gone, or the New Jersey Cardinals. They're going to still be around. It's just going to be, you know, a little, a little bit further away. And let, let me just see how far those two cities are. Little Falls to actually Patterson and Little Falls isn't uh, a little bit close. Ten miles? No, that's not that close. Just, let's just do Montclair. Yeah, yeah, about 10, 15 miles away is uh, Montclair to Patterson. Oh, that's that's nothing. I, I was thinking, I don't know what I was thinking. I was thinking about maybe 
40 minutes, uh, 40 minutes away. Well, let, let's put it this way. It's, uh, yeah, it, it could be about 10, 10 miles, but it could also take you about a half hour with New Jersey traffic. So according to, uh, Google Maps, it's, uh, I typed in Montclair to Patterson. I have about nine miles, uh, exactly how close those two venues are. Uh, could be, you know, give or take a few miles or so. So, yeah, I, I don't think fans will be too upset over it, but I haven't talked to them. So I would be very curious what fans of the Jackals have to say about the move here because it's uh, – it's going to be different, you know. Yeah, it's actually seven miles away between the two stadiums. Seven miles. I didn't realize it was that close. I'm thinking, what did I say, 30 miles? Ooh, I'm, I'm losing my New Jersey geography. So before I leave, before I end tonight's show, let me know. Let I want to hear from the fans. I want to hear from the folks who have been going to Jackals games for 25 years. I want to hear from folks who have – developed a fondness for the stadium and don't want to see them go to Patterson. And here's the thing. They may not wind up there. They can end up someplace else. But the speculation right now all points to uh, the, you know, the renovation project in Patterson, Hinchcliffe Stadium. And if that's where they wind up, I assume they have a great plan to make it work there. And I wish them success. I don't want to see the Jackals leave. You know, something my mom told me when she was teaching, she would reach out to the minor league ball teams for, uh, I think, I want to say Read Across America, or I think every March was Read Across America Month in the school districts. And the Jackals would, would reach out to her. I think they sent the mascot to the school. And they would give out pens and pencils and, you know, uh, stuff for the kids there. So, she said they were the only team that did that. So I think the Jackals are a great organization. And I think they're just looking at the bottom line. And, and they, they want us to survive. And maybe they just can't see that happening at Yogi Berra Stadium just based on certain factors. So maybe a move to Patterson will increase some revenue, sponsorship, uh, maybe get more fans in the seats. I'm just curious once everything wears off. If they're moving there. You know, what are fans going to be saying there five years from now? Are they going to say, wow, this is this is cool. We're watching baseball in a 1932 stadium that has the same kind of seating configurations. You know, like personally, I think the Jackals should say, hey, we need to build a new stadium. (laughs) We need to build maybe a 5,000 seat stadium that has the suites, you know, has the uh, social areas, you know, has the things that people crave right now for baseball, a walk around concourse, you know, I don't know. Fascinating stuff from my home state in New Jersey. Folks, thank you for taking a listening to my show. I'm going to wrap it up. We're going to have a short uh, 25 minute uh, episode today. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, as my ballpark travels, I don't know where I'm going. I do need to do a recap because I've been to a lot of ballparks this year. And I've seen some great, fascinating stadiums. I have been back to stadiums that I haven't been to in years. You know, I we all done this. We all go to a stadium. And then we start counting the numbers. Like, wow, it's been about 10, 15 years since I've been there. 
And then you get back to the stadium and you're like, wow, things have changed. And that definitely was the case for several stadiums this year. Things have changed. Like Hamtramck, that stadium was, you know, you can see my video on uh, my YouTube channel. That stadium was was scary. Now it's a beautiful place for baseball. And it was housing a, a youth game there when I was there. Uh, Old Tiger Stadium is now a brand new facility that was housing flag football, flag football tournament or seven on seven tournament for kids. So it's uh, old ballparks that, you know, once gave us a lot of memories, are still giving us memories now. But I'll probably talk about that on uh, on a future episode coming up. I also have a. I still have guests coming up, so, you know, stay tuned for that. And also, that may take a little bit of a break during the fall and winter months. Try to not revamp the show, but take a little break. Try to get some good conversation people on here and uh, start all over again. Because, you know, it's still baseball season, but for the summer collegiate leagues, it's over. And I felt like a lot of my episodes dealt with the summer collegiate leagues and the things they have to do at those old minor league ballparks. But, ooh, I've talked a lot today. So, guys, thank you for checking me out. You can follow me on YouTube, Ballpark Hunter. Every vi- I got new videos every Monday and Thursday. I believe today. Uh, I don't know what video I have today. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, my video today is Seguin. River Monsters. That is a uh, baseball team in the Texas Collegiate League. It's their first year at uh, Smokey Joe Williams Stadium. Nice small ballpark. Also house also houses high school ball, but had a nice little crowd when I was there. It's a fun little video. It's one of those ballparks where you just pay six bucks to watch a game. You can't complain. And it's uh, an hour south of Austin, and probably a little bit less than that to San Antonio. So you're kind of in a pocket of uh, two great cities. So no excuse why you can't check out a game there if you're in the neighborhood uh, next year. And I think things will be a lot better because uh, it was their inaugural year. And you know they had a little bit growing pains. So check that video out. Uh, I just went to an Indianapolis Colts game. So my YouTube channel will be focusing on some football, college, and pro coming up in the fall. Uh, but there's still plenty of baseball. Believe you me, plenty of baseball videos coming up on my YouTube page. Follow me on Twitter, Ballpark Hunter. You can also check out my writings at Stadium Journey. I got some nice uh, articles that are going to get posted. Plus, the website's changing, and it looks awesome. It's going to be the new and improved Stadium Journey. And then you could also uh, just uh, follow me. Where else can you follow me? TikTok, but Instagram. I'm not on there all the time, but you can see some stuff of mine. So, Mark Viquez, the Ballpark Hunter, saying thank you for checking out today's episode. And we'll talk to you again. Have a good night. Be safe.